Hello, and welcome to episode two of the ASMR Quest podcast. <laughs> Once again, this is not a podcast intended to trigger ASMR, but rather a podcast about ASMR. And with that, I will return to my regular speaking. <laughs> Thanks for that contribution, Ian. Um, what can I say, John? I'm always trying to help out. Uh, I know I, you just read the wiki. Uh, there was the mention of tapping. Um, I don't think that particular style of tapping is really popular, but you know, maybe oh, it works got, for some people. I got something that might be sort of ASMR for you. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Come on, Ian. It's only our second episode. <laughs> You're already bringing that crap in here? Oh my god. What can I say, John? I'm a man of simple tastes. <laughs> well, I'm glad that people know what kind of uh, classy, educational podcast they're about to listen to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Setting the tone, John. Setting the tone. <laughs> Thank Setting you Setting expectations. That. Just about right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, as, as I already said, you, uh, we, we've, we have read the wiki article, the Wikipedia mm-hmm. page on ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um, as we promised last time. Yep. Um, I think I also mentioned last time that I might read something else. I didn't do any other reading, uh, but I did yeah. read the Wikipedia page. Um, I also did watch a little bit of uh, or some ASMR videos on YouTube. I'm guessing uh, you did not. I did not. Although, John, actually, maybe now's a good time to talk about this. Yeah. Um, so you said that we both read the ASMR Wikipedia page. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you got this um, sort of from the last episode, but I think we've really got a, a sort of good dynamic going on here of, like, good cop, bad cop. I... Where you're like, you know, you're the sort of, you're the, the uh, what was his name? Uh, Richard Pryor? Is that right? From uh, Lethal is... Weapon? Um, that is definitely the name of a famous person. Yeah. I've never well, seen the, Lethal Weapon, so I'm not sure. The black man that. from Lethal Weapon. You're the family man who's like, he's near in retirement, and he follows the book and everything. And I'm the young sort of sharpshooter who's a reject from the army or something. And I don't remember Lethal Weapon that well. <laughs> But the basic point that I'm trying to get across here is that I did not actually read the ASMR Wikipedia page. Instead, I read the Wikipedia talk section about the ASMR Wikipedia page. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hope it was informative. Oh, Uh, yeah, it was great. It It was good reading. Okay, um... It doesn't appear juice. that uh, Richard Pryor is in Lethal Weapon, just so you know, oh, on the IMDb who's, who's page. The guy? Uh, are you talking about uh, Roger Murtaugh, oh, uh, played by Danny possibly. Glover? Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Okay. Not Mel Gibson, the guy who wasn't Mel Gibson. Okay, I think you're talking about Danny Glover then. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, I am talking about Danny Glover. Richard. Prior, though. No, John, I was talking about Gary Busey, the black man who follows the rules. 
Uh, oh, Richard Pryor definitely looks familiar. Um, what do what do I know him from? Was he in like a bunch of movies with Gene Wilder? Uh, he was. Uh, well, his top four known for uh, things on IMDb are his stand-up specials. Um, so probably not. I mean, yeah, probably not. maybe. No, I mean, if he was in. Oh, who was the guy then who was in Blazing Saddles? Um, might be getting a little off track here. This might be something to edit out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, okay. So, uh, so regarding the. <laughs> regarding ASMR. Mm hmm. Um, so, so you did not read the Wikipedia page. Uh, no, well, I sort of did. I did read a Wikipedia page about ASMR, <laughs> but it was the talk page. Okay, right, right. Um, so that, that, that'll make our conversation interesting, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I sat down a little while ago to read the page and take some notes. Uh, but as you may be aware, note taking is not really a skill that I've spent a lot of time cultivating mm-hmm. uh, so I ended up with very few notes uh, okay. but I did actually read the page uh, and I was kind of hoping that despite this sort of good cop bad cop dynamic that you were talking about earlier that you would have good notes <laughs> despite I've got fact. good notes for the talk page Sean See, also, see, I, so I'm just looking at the Wiki, the actual Wikipedia page now. Mm-hmm. This Wikipedia page has got 124 references. Wow. And I think at some point we should try to go through all of them. I don't know about all of them, but there, I do actually want to uh, read some of these at some point. Um, there were definitely some pretty interesting uh, scientific papers that were mentioned in the Wikipedia page that I think would be pretty good... Uh, topics for the podcast at some point um so i was going to start by asking you what your thoughts were on the wikipedia page because a lot of it was sort of just elaborating on things that i knew already so there weren't so there i mean there were a few things that i learned that i thought were kind of interesting that i wanted to talk about at some point uh, but none of them are really good jumping off points, so I was planning to ask you what you thought, since you're not as familiar with the topic of ASMR. Um, mm-hmm. But since you read the talk page, I'm not really sure. Well, Actually, at this point, I... I've scrolled through the Wikipedia page a couple of times, and so I can give you sort of my high-level impressions of it. Okay. Uh, I'm I not guess... sure, like, in the academic field, John, in the academic field, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, you know, there's... there's Because if you were... If you were to look at all the um, like publications in machine learning that are coming out, all the papers that people are posting, yeah, and nowadays people post to this website, this repository of papers called Archive, which is something maintained by Cornell University, and it's basically just a place to put sort of preprints of academic publications. Okay, there's about depending on how broadly you define machine learning. Uh, maybe 60 to 120 papers put out a day on this. Wow. And so one of the big skills you learn in grad school is how to skim things. <laughs> uh, and so I've just been I've just been doing a little bit of skimming and I got to say a big fan of this um, ASMR Wikipedia page for a couple of reasons. Uh-huh. 
So first off, you know, again, like when you skim an academic paper, the first thing you do is you go through and you look at all the figures. Because mm-hmm. if they've done their job well, then the figures will tell the whole story of the paper. I like that you've adopted the pronunciation figures. That feels very uh, academic. As opposed to what? Figures. What, figures as opposed to f- figures? No, no, figures. Figures? Ha ha ha! I don't think... I, 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 did I ever say figures? I mean, not with so much emphasis on it, but I, I don't think you used to say figures. Really? Huh. I, I could I be know, mistaken. I, I didn't think that I had, I had changed my pronunciation of that, but maybe I'm just getting all fucking hoity-toity. I have been wearing a monocle recently, <laughs> and that does concern me. Um, but yeah, so I like how... So we, we sort of start off with this, this you know... And I, I should I should preface this by saying, if you're listening to this podcast for some unknown reason, um, you really should pull up the ASMR Wikipedia page, because we're going to make a lot of references to it. <laughs> also, there's the downside that if you're pulling... If you're listening to this, like, you know, a year or so after we've recorded this, the Wikipedia page is going to be very different. So maybe, like, go on, um... Uh, was it the Wayback Machine or one of those um, website archiving things? Or just so you can see view history. Can you view the history of a Wikipedia? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you can just do that too. <laughs> you didn't oh, know I that. Oh, look at the past. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fucking yeah. All yeah, right, that's, that's pretty silly for me not to know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so if you were to pull up the Wikipedia page on, what is it, uh, January 31st, 2007. Oh, Ian, don't date it. Don't date it? I okay, mean... Jan- <laughs> so at some point, early in 2017. That would be it. But anyway, so the, the figures that I'm seeing on this Wikipedia page... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the first one is this sort of blue man aura that really is making me thinking, like... You know, these people are scientific, right? Like, what I really like about this blue oh, man yeah. is how there's, this, there's like, different levels of blue on him, mm-hmm. and how the dark blue sort of goes down the spine, as if to suggest that this blue is, um, like, some sort of medical imaging of an individual who's experiencing ASMR, <laughs> instead of what I assume it actually is, which is just, you know, some graphic designer decided to make a blue man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's more then, accurate. Right under, right under this blue man, is a video about. Um, I'm sorry, my phone just went off. There we go. Yeah, so unprofessional. So unprofessional. So right under this blue man is just a video which was made to trigger ASMR, and so we just have this sort of sultry woman staring out at us, just like challenging us to say, you know. I will cause you to experience ASMR. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're reading that in a very different way than I am. Uh, am I? Hmm. Yeah, well, to me, it's just a woman with a neutral face. And oh, I, I mean, the caption is the voice, this, but... this, this challenge, like, you know, <laughs> ASMR is coming your way, and you can't stop it. <laughs> Maybe I'm being influenced by the stuff that I read in the talk page, though, and we can get to that later. Oh, okay. But then I scroll down some, we see Virginia Woolf, of all people, who I would not expect to find on the ASMR Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
what appears to be a smoothie and what looks like sort of the um, uh, just like it's a shower curtain, I guess. Oh yeah, sort of reminiscent of uh, of Psycho almost. Yeah, reminiscent of Psycho, and that's it. That's actually all the figures in this Wikipedia page. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not sure that I got a, a sort of full cohesive story, but <laughs> I do like it. Also, I do like how there's a there's a subsection uh, titled Academic Theses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like and that. Scientific, there's a lot of references to science um, really throughout this whole this whole Wikipedia page. Yeah. So that's sort uh, of my, my high-level impression of this. All right. Well, that's great. Well, there... there is definitely a very good reason for Virginia Woolf being there. Okay. Uh, which, I I mean, really, the caption underneath the picture pretty much explains it all. Well, I'm going to uh, stop you for one second, John. Yeah. Because I did just read the um, the sort of subsection by the picture of Virginia Woolf. Mm-hmm. It is evolutionary history. <laughs> well, and you... the first sentence is, nothing is known about whether or not there are any evolutionary origins to ASMR. Uh, well, Ian, you may also <laughs> <That's>... be... <laughs> Other subsection right next to Virginia Woolf's picture, earlier history, uh, which comes after the subsection contemporary history. And the section earlier history specifically describes a passage from a book by Virginia Woolf, uh, which describes any, one of the characters experience some, experiencing something very similar to ASMR. Uh, and then... With regards to evolutionary history and the nothing is known bit, uh, you may notice that in contemporary history, uh, it says that the contemporary history of ASMR began on the 19th of October, 2007. Uh, So this is not something that has really been explored in a lot of detail. That's true. So we really have, like, there's this history, the the modern ASMR history begins... Mm -hmm. In the year of our Lord, 2007. Yeah, 10 years ago. When a 21-year-old registered user of a discussion forum for health-related subjects at a website called Steady Health, with the username OKWhatever, submitted a post in which they described ASMR. Wow, Ian, that's very informative. How'd you know that? Well, I I know that, John, because... Because you you read verbatim the Wikipedia page... I did read verbatim the Wikipedia page. You've you've caught me red-handed. Um, I just can't suppose go over you did the evolutionary history. Nothing is known. Like, <laughs> what a way to begin your section. This section about some aspect of of this phenomenon. Nothing is known about it. And then there's more stuff after that. Uh, yeah. Um. So uh, there is a lot of interesting stuff in this Wikipedia page, which I would like to get to at some point. But before we do that, I would like to hear about the the talk page. Okay. So, w- well, so what have you off, what have you learned from the talk page? Oh, John, I learned a lot. I I did a very deep dive into the talk page here. Um, okay. So first off, I, sh- I suppose I should describe why I decided to go all bad cop on you. Why I sort of decided that I would I would break the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, the chief very clearly told me, Ian, you're to read the normal Wikipedia page for <laughs> ASMR, and I said, no, chief, I'm reading the talk page. <laughs> Am I the um, chief in this scenario, or well, is no, the chief more you're... just sort of our unspoken bond in which I said we will read the uh, 
Wikipedia page, and the chief in that case is then the sort of implication that it would be the regular Wikipedia page. Yeah, I think because I mean you're definitely the um, you're definitely the what's his face, the not Mel Gibson lethal weapon. I already forgot the <laughs> the Danny Glover. You are definitely think, the Danny Glover. I think Murtaugh Glover. or Murtaugh or something. Yeah, again, I haven't Murtaugh. seen this movie. I've just heard references. <laughs> you're to definitely it. the Carrie Busey. <laughs> <laughs> in Lethal Weapon. Um, so that should be some homework for you, John. Watching Lethal Weapon. But, um... Yeah, so I I decided to read this because I often find with Wikipedia pages that mm-hmm. there can be a lot of sort of little delights and treasures stuffed away in the talk page. Alright. And boy, John, it's a treasure trove over here. Um... The one thing that I've really got out of reading this, and I did, I read every single word in this talk page. Okay. Um, a lot of anger, a lot of rage about ASMR. Yeah, so I'm, I opened it, and I am scrolling through it a little bit, and I did find something in bold, which <laughs> does sort of uh, go along with uh, with your assessment. <laughs> There is a surprising amount of anger on this talk page about ASMR. Pretty much everything else I've seen on the subject of ASMR, not a lot of anger, a lot of positivity, I would say. Um, Really? For the most part, yeah. Uh, Oh, wow. It seems like most of the anger relating to ASMR is hidden away in this talk page. Perhaps, because, man, as someone who has very little exposure to ASMR and who has basically just read this talk page... I was of the opinion that ASMR, it was just like a hotbed of scientific discussion of people. Because, I mean, let, let me let me describe. We talked a little bit about some of the um, subsection titles in the mm-hmm. ASMR Wikipedia page. Yeah. In the talk page, um, some of the titles that we're looking at, so, you know, there's a couple sort of normal ones. There's the, the one up top, which I really like, is just called Thanks, and it's somebody who just talks about how they found this page funny, and so thanks for writing it. Um, a little bit further down, nonsense article, call for deletion. What? The one directly under that, uh, bullshit. <laughs> um, there's one article seems unnecessarily suspicious of the phenomena. Um, sexiness? <laughs> Extremely creepy videos. Request edit. Request to remove videos suggestion. So yeah, it's just it's just very a lot of negativity is what I'm getting out of wow. this. Wow. Uh, so the the one section that I have looked at a little bit now is this first section. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, which I did notice. Uh, one person uh, has said something here about how they would bet a good $50 that the CIA probably played around with it during the MKUltra years. I, then... did, I did make spe- a specific note of that to bring it up, because <laughs> you may recall in the previous podcast, and John, if you feel like really being an editing whiz, maybe you can put it in some quote of me saying this, a reference to MKUltra and ASMR being some sort of weird thing investigated by the CIA <laughs> as like a weapon. I probably am not going to bother finding that, but maybe I will. We'll see. Now, I'm going to ask one question. So so are you sort of doing this um, in sort of like an 
a Project MK Ultra vein, where you're like you're you're trying to take this phenomenon, which has been experienced by a lot of people, and weaponize it for the government. Um, the same same person who brought up MK Ultra, excuse me. Uh, then in this same post, in bold says. I.e., it's a response that can be elicited in some people, which can be used to take advantage of them by creating a fraudulent sense of trust in the target, which is why it deserves legitimate scientific attention. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of strong feelings about ASMR is what I'm getting out of this. I, I also disagree with this person somewhat in that I don't think you can use ASMR to create a fraudulent sense of trust. I would instead argue that a sense of trust helps to trigger ASMR. I don't Mm. think that ASMR causes the trust. I think it's the opposite. Okay. Um, I mean, I am speaking purely from my own experiences, uh, so maybe that is not the case in other people, but Mm -hmm. uh, I... I think that person has has it backwards. Okay. So why don't you take us a bit through this Wikipedia page? Just give us sort of the grounding on ASMR so we sort of have a vocabulary to talk with for the rest of this um, whole expedition, we'll call it, this quest. All right. Uh, Also, I stand by a lot of what I said last time. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you want me to really summarize everything I said last time again or if we can just... Assume that people listen to it and remember it. Oh, it might be good to give like the uh, some bullet points. Okay. Uh, well, so ASMR again is a sort of euphoric tingling sensation, I suppose. Um, oftentimes, in your uh, that takes place on your scalp or skull and spine. Um, yeah, it causes this tingling sensation, sort of euphoria sort of sense of comfort and calm, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a number of different things that can trigger it. Uh, whispering is one of the big ones. It can also be caused by watching someone uh, do a mundane task. A lot of the sounds associated with sort of these mundane tasks can also help, sort of like clinking or... No, when you say a mundane to... task, is this any sort of... Um, sort of standard rote task or is there a specific subset of things which are mundane which cause ASMR? Uh, I don't believe there's a specific subset. Uh, certainly there are certain tasks that are more commonly explored by the ASM artists uh, which uh, <laughs> uh, ASM artists... You can't just throw in the term ASM artists, John. <laughs> uh, well, so ASM artist is the commonly accepted term for people who intentionally create uh, videos or other types of media intended to trigger ASMR. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all the people on YouTube who are doing ASMR videos, uh, the intentional ASMR videos, would uh, be considered ASMR artists. Okay. Uh, which is a very fun term. It is a very good term. Uh, I guess I also did mention intentional. Uh, there are two big distinctions between types of media that cause or that trigger ASMR, those being mm-hmm. uh, intentional, which is done by ASMR artists who are aware that they are uh, going to be triggering ASMR in some people, and as the name would imply, are intentionally doing so, and unintentional, where uh, the person in the video 
is performing this task in front of a camera for some reason other than triggering ASMR, but as a sort of side effect, I guess, uh, it does trigger ASMR in uh, a, a significant number of people. That must be sort of maybe almost unpleasant for the person who posted the video, right? Because like I'm posting my haircutting tutorial, and I maybe I just have a sort of a sort of soft voice in general, and I'm just you know trying to bring people through on how to better cut an individual's hair, and then I look at the comments on this YouTube video which I have posted to the internet. And they're all just people talking about how they're basically getting off on it. Again, though, as I brought up last time, it is not a sexual thing. Well, you know, John, we're going to have to agree to disagree, because in the Wikipedia talk page, you may recall, and I think you should edit this in, um, just to to have a quote of me saying it, um, one of the subsection titles is sexiness. I don't think I need to edit that in. <laughs> you said it. Like, I'll just leave it in. No, but I think it'd be extra good if you edit it in again, just to sort of really drive home the point. That subsection was titled "Sexiness." <laughs> sexiness. 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 Uh, that is true. Um, but I think as mm-hmm. we can. Maybe, I, I feel like we don't really need to say this. I feel like it kind of goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. I feel like the talk section is really only like a step or two above YouTube comments. It's it's not oh, really the cream of the crop. It's, it's you shouldn't really, t- like, I mean, it's, it's not something you should really give any credence to. John. John. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a joke to be made about Credence Clearwater, but <laughs> I think that's a I'm a little too I really to think that's a out. stretch. I don't think it is. I think there's something there. I and really listeners, think... if you find the joke, then please write in. <laughs> I really think that just because I said Credence, going for a CCR joke is really grasping at straws. But CCR? What's yeah, the Credence R? Clearwater revival? Oh shit! What about the original clearance? Clearwater, Credence Clearwater. <laughs> I, I think that that's just a shortening. I, I don't think there's actually a distinction. I, really? Yeah. Oh fuck! I think that that's just a way of saying their name shorter because you leave okay. off a word. Let's. Well, I'm going to their Wikipedia page. Um, I think what I like about this podcast, John, (laughs) I think what I like about sort of the atmosphere that we're saying, the environment we're creating, Mm -hmm. is that it's an environment about research. (laughs) So often people will just make claims about things and they'll just sort of move on and maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. But we are people, John, who've decided we're going to sit down once a week and really just dig down to the bottom. (laughs) Down to the, the sort of earthy earthy nadir of some subject. And I just really appreciate that. And sometimes we talk about you know, Creedence Clearwater. (laughs) And sometimes we're talking about who starred in Lethal Weapon. But we're gonna give you the answers, listener. You don't Uh, need to worry. 
I'm glad. Good hands. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm glad you're able to put a positive spin on the fact that we just keep getting distracted. Uh, so, based on my very quick uh, look at their Wikipedia page, I am not seeing any reference to them ever being called simply Credence Clearwater. Okay. Wow. I did not know that they were always Credence Clearwater Revival. I believe they are. I could they be mistaken. New Viewers, write in to our uh, so far unestablished uh, communication channels and let us know. No, you know what? If you want to write in, viewers, write to 1506 Gilbert Court, Ann Arbor, Michigan, zip code 48105, apartment S25. It'll reach me. I'm actually not sure if that's your real address or not. That is my real address, yes. Wow. It's it's a completely legitimate address. Wow. And the reason why I feel so confident giving it away like this is Uh because, first off, I'm going to be moving in, like, you know, six months or so. Okay. Um, and so if I get a lot of pipe bombs, I can probably just throw them out the window until I move. Um, also, I will say one more diversion. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be aware of the fact that I occasionally will buy domain names sort of on a whim because I think yeah. it's funny. <laughs> Actually, I should say just today I did buy a new domain name on a whim because I think it's funny. Yeah. And that domain is neopets2.com. <laughs> Well, I mean, when you see Neopets2.com is available, how can you not buy it? I think that's the big question. Oh my god. Uh, we, we definitely need to find something to do with that. Yeah, I've got... John, I also realize I've got, I think, I think I've registered seven different domain names. I'm just sitting on a treasure trove of bizarre <laughs> domain names. we should definitely find something to do with some of those at some point uh, whether it is related to this podcast or not Um. but the point I was trying to make was I did realize that one of the domain names I bought um, (laughs) deeplearning.pro which is another pretty good one um, I think just because it's a .pro and I think every .pro is beautiful Uh, I've been getting a lot of mail recently from people who have clearly... Well, I say people, from bots that have clearly sort of scraped the fact that I own this website. And they think that I'm running some sort of business. (laughs) And so they just send me mail, like, you know, to the owner of the company DeepLearning.pro. So I I am actually an official business owner now, John. And what I'm trying to say to all of our viewers is, all of our listeners, is that please send me mail. <laughs> please send mail to the owner of DeepLearning.pro, and I will throw it away without reading it. <laughs> That's my promise to you. <laughs> we have to get back to ASMR. We really do. I'm, I'm very sorry, John. <laughs> I'm very I... sorry. To all of you <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I believe we left off with me refuting the idea that ASMR is sexual in nature. 
Okay, so we'll pretend that I accept that point, and we'll move on. Um, uh, well, there, there is a section in the Wikipedia page, the actual Wikipedia page, uh, okay. relating to uh, whether or not it is sexual in nature. Um, and the, the general consensus seems to be that it is not, and that is definitely what I believe. Uh, but there is definitely a subset of the community that does, uh, at the very least, enjoy combining uh asmr with erotic experiences i don't know that they necessarily believe that asmr and sexuality are linked but that they at the very least enjoy combining them um, and i do think that the that asmr erotica which is one of the names for erotic asmr well... <laughs> uh would be a fun topic for this podcast at a later date and so we could sort of explore that in full but that's not the mm-hmm. the goal for today yeah. Just Speaking of goals, I mean, I, I really think we need to sort of lay down some action items because we're doing a lot of sort of diversions and such, and I think that's great. But we do need to lay down a few sort of ground things that we're going to cover. I think one of the big things we really need to get out of the way right now is what on earth does ASMR stand for? Ah, okay. So ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. and That just as... sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it does. As I stated last time, it was it is something that is intended to sound very clinical despite just being something that some people in the community came up with mm-hmm. um, so as clinical as it sounds it is not something that doctors came up with it was a name that is now pretty much accepted by everyone um, and it was just sort of something that a few that a handful of people came up with I believe it's primarily attributed to Jennifer Allen, according to Wikipedia. Um, Who's Jennifer Allen? uh, She is the person who is attributed with coining autonomous sensory meridian response. Well, Uh, She is a cybersecurity professional residing in New York. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Um... So I don't really have a great sense of what the name actually means. It's, mm-hmm. It feels kind of vague. Um, well, so although... I guess autonomous, right? Like, so if we're to sort of unpack everything, sensory and response is very straightforward. Autonomous, I guess that means that it's it's something which is not like you know it's it's not a sort of sensation that you seek out. It's not um, a sort yep. of voluntary phenomenon like hypnosis, where you need to sort of willingly engage in it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, and meridian, okay. I've got no fucking idea. According to Wikipedia, uh, meridian uh, can mean signifying a peak, climax, or point of highest development. Well, that does sound sort of ridiculous, but yeah. Um, say ASMR as a sort of acronym does flow off the tongue. Yeah, I do like the acronym quite a bit. The full name is. I don't know, it's just, it's too much. Oh, actually, hold on, I will, um, I will break in here, uh, mm-hmm. to, to bring up a sort of point of contention in the talk page. Yeah. This is from the subsection, ASMR is an acronym. Um, so apparently back... Wait, are in... they angry that it's an acronym? Are they oh, letting you know it's an acronym? It's safe to say that if it's on a Wikipedia talk page, someone's angry. <laughs> okay. So this is in the year of our Lord, 2014. 
Um, someone is commenting that ASMR was incorrectly called a neologism in the opening sentence. Oh, yeah. When it was yeah. actually, you know, that, uh, so I guess a neologism, they're, they're saying is a pronounceable word or a loosely pronounceable word derived from an acronym. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what ASMR is. Of course, well, then, in the year of our Lord 2014, Dog does reply to that saying that it's true that ASMR is an acronym. However, the phrase autonomous sensory meridian response is a neologism, so I don't actually know what a neologism is. <laughs> um, and then there's another there's another um, fellow who says that it's the distinction between acronyms and initialisms. I suppose I hold on. You need to edit that out, John. I just I just, I just goofed up big time. Uh, somebody talked about how it was funny that you bring up the point that the word's not pronounceable because it turns out that there's a difference between acronyms that are pronounceable and acronyms that aren't pronounceable and acronyms that are not pronounceable are actually called initialisms huh and so I, that was just something I learned from reading reading the talk page well uh, so while you were talking about that and I'm not going to yeah. edit out that bit that you asked me to by the way oh dear um, in keeping with your earlier um, sort of assessment that we that we are really dedicated to doing our research on this podcast, I did mm-hmm. look up neo uh, neologism, ne- neologism. I think uh, it's neologism, but I yeah don't neologism. Know. I think that sounds right. Uh, and according to the brief uh, definition that comes up on Google, it is a newly coined word or expression. But. So I, Hold on. <laughs> so I so I, I believe that ASMR or, or autonomous sensory meridian response is definitely a neologism. Okay, case. so if we're to create sort of a syntactic tree for this whole description, mm-hmm. we've got neologisms, and autonomous sensory meridian response is a neologism because it is a newly coined term, and yes. it was coined like presumably around two thousand and seven or whatever. Um, I believe more recently than that, actually. Uh, really? Yeah, two thousand ten. Oh, February 2010, 25th, okay. 2010. Well, that does bring up an interesting point where it, um, the contemporary history begins 2007. There were just three years when people were talking about this without the um, phrase ASMR? Yeah, for three years people were throwing around lots of different terms and like trying to come up with them. And also, I've got If you read the Wikipedia page, things. you would have learned that people were arguing about it for a while. Yeah, I will say, it's sort of bizarre to think that something almost as ubiquitous as ASMR. It was coined, and yeah, you're right here, according to the Wikipedia page, 2010, mm-hmm. the year of our Lord. And, I mean, we graduated from high school 2011, John. You think it's it's weird that, like, for basically 16 years of our lives, there just wasn't the word or the term ASMR? Yeah, I mean, like, it is a pretty recent thing, yeah. It's it's just sort of funny to think about. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I, I do want, there are a couple of things that I saw in the Wikipedia page that I did think were kind of interesting and I wanted to bring up. Okay, uh, before you bring them up, we should go okay. to the ad break. <laughs> Sorry, uh, what? 
Well, we should go to an ad break really quick. Okay, yeah, let's Assuming do our ad Assuming that we've managed to find some sponsors for this. Which... I don't think we're going to have sponsors for our second episode, given that I have not yet released our first episode. There's a lot of people in front of T-Swift. Like Baby Ariel. I don't know who Baby Ariel is, and I don't know what a musical dot ly star is, but I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, so let's get back to ASMR. Let's get back to ASMR. So, Ian, do you recall what we were talking about before the break? Absolutely. Great. Well, what we were saying <laughs> was, uh, I was saying that I did have a couple things I wanted to get to from the Wikipedia page, uh, mm-hmm. and then you said, wait right there, let's take a break. Uh, yep. So, some of the things I wanted to cover. Um, there was a section uh, talking about ASMR and meditation and the sort of possible connections there, uh, and how... Mm-hmm. Both ASMR and meditation do have some similar uh, results that they both sort of help you relax and focus and calm the brain. Um, Several scientists have posited that there may be similarities between ASMR and meditative or contemplative practice. Wow, thank you, Ian. (laughs) Several scientists, John. That's a great statement to use because, I mean, what complete and utter bullshit. (laughs) Again, Ian, I would like to uh, to reiterate uh, what you were just so fascinated by before we took the break, uh, which was how young ASMR is as being a recognized phenomenon. Uh, and so sort of one of the, the issues with that is that there hasn't been a lot of scientific study into it. Uh, that is true. I, mean, I, I will say, um, it's it's not like scientists... Are like a race or something, right? <laughs> like several scientists have posited. Yeah, I mean, they're not a, like they are still. It, it is a profession, though. Uh, it is, but it's not I mean, like it's not like a scientist is the pope and everything they say is true by divine power. No, presumably these are scientists who have done some type of study into ASMR. And yet this this claim is not cited. Out of the 124 (laughs) references in this ASMR Wikipedia page, not a one of them uh, goes back to the sentence, several scientists have posited. That's fair. But it it is posited. It is not, this section is not trying to say that there is an absolute connection or that there are absolutely similarities. It is saying... Some people with some amount of knowledge believe that there might be, and it warrants more investigation. I'm just saying, that's. I think that's classic sort of weasel wording. I don't know. I feel like most of what is in this article, pretty understandably, is saying there are some thoughts that people have that all warrant further investigation, but no one's really investigated them yet. So for now, yeah. this is what we have. That's fair. I'm just saying, when you when you make a claim like several scientists have posited, 
I think that you're trying to establish a level of, I guess, authoritativeness in a statement, which, based off of just the sentence in general and the lack of any sort of citation or any evidence that there's been clear thought given to this, is not warranted for this particular claim. That's fair. But I also feel like we are kind of splitting hairs here. And I would also John, point you to the very next podcast. We've got a whole podcast about ASMR. If we're Ian, not going to split hairs on this, I don't know what we're going to split hairs about. Ian, I would like to point you to the very next sentence, which, which says, I have not for read. example, in May 2013, psychiatrist Michael Yazinski, blah, 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 was reported there is, in to fact, have a said. citation in the very next sentence, which starts, for example, they then provide a citation. Do they? Where's yeah. the citation? Oh, actually, no, sorry. There's a period and then another sentence, which provides several citations. Yeah, okay. But still. Well, hold on. This citation appears to be for the fact that Carl W. Brazil is a professor of neurology. Well, then there are several other c- citations on that second sentence. Yeah, that's, okay, sentence. That's, that's fair. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> in any case, I do think it's interesting that there are some possible similarities um, and that they do sort of have some, some similar results. Uh, yeah. And there was also mention here that... Um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That there are people who... Or actually, it might not be in this section, um, but there's some mention somewhere in here uh, that... Some people are able to trigger ASMR through more meditative practices rather than through the sort of external stimulation that uh, is typically associated with ASMR, which I think is uh, rather interesting and possibly a topic for a later podcast. Possibly, but then is it ASMR? Because, I mean, you know, the whole autonomous part, right? It's a great question, Ian, which could be covered in this later uh, theoretical episode of the podcast that I brought up earlier. So true. So true. (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, another thing that I found rather interesting is uh, in the section on peer-reviewed articles. Oh, I apologize for laughing at that. I wasn't laughing at peer-reviewed articles. I was laughing because I had scrolled down to basically the bottom of this Wikipedia page uh-huh. to the point where it says see also. And there are all sorts of things like, you know, binaural beats, binaural recordings, misophonia, synesthesia. And the last one is Bob Ross. Oh, you that's a surprise to you? Um, it's just a, it's a surprise that that's like in part of the C also. Like, if you're interested in ASMR, one of the six things that you might also be interested in is Bob Ross. Yeah, no, that's actually that that, that tracks. That makes okay, sense. Okay, so to he's me. like he's he's a he's a big ASMR fellow. People people listen to Bob Ross when they want to get the good tingles. Oh, absolutely. Um, so Bob Ross is a great example of unintentional ASMR. Uh, Bob Ross was making. Uh, his television show well before ASMR was sort of a recognized phenomenon. Um, mm-hmm. And 
but it, it is something that triggers ASMR in a lot of people. And a lot of people, uh, I believe, will even sort of attribute their recognition of ASMR in themselves to watching Bob Ross. Oh, uh, man. So when Twitch had that whole, like, you know, Bob Ross played live thing, like, they were all sort of getting off on it? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fucking sticky keyboards as far as the eye can see, John, is all I'm saying. Uh, I was thinking that we would have to save our erotic ASMR episode for further down the road. Uh, John, our erotic ASMR episode is going to be every ASMR episode. That is my prediction. No. John, good cop, bad cop. That's what you got to remember. I feel like if we ever do actually have people listening to this podcast, there are definitely people out there who are so much more frustrated than I am by your (laughs) insistence on it being sexual. Perhaps. I I totally... uh, You've derailed my train of thought. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah, there is uh, there's something in here about. Sorry, I'm I'm getting tired. I need to go to bed soon. This has been a longer recording than I was anticipating. What are you talking uh, about, John? This has only been 25 minutes so far. No, what? Plus or minus an additional 35 minutes. <laughs> um. So there was a uh, uh, there was a section in here uh, under the peer reviewed articles. Uh. That was talking about um, how there's uh, potentially some connection uh, between or, uh, that ASMR may ease symptoms of depression and chronic pain, um, and there was also somewhere else I mentioned, or there's somewhere else in this article where it was saying ASMR. Uh, may be a form of a mini pleasurable seizure which i thought was kind of a which i I was a little skeptical of that um but i did find the the mention of uh may's symptoms of depression and chronic pain kind of interesting um and i think there might have been something else in here about potential i guess clinical uh uses of asmr but i did find that it seemed somewhat akin to some of the clinical uses of marijuana um hmm. which yeah I, I just thought was an interesting uh connection there might be yeah, nothing so it has to sort it, of but... similar like um it's useful for the treatment of chronic pain and i guess individuals with glaucoma yeah yep absolutely well i guess glaucoma is a type of chronic pain i believe okay um, i mean well Glaucoma is the disease, but I believe the the primary symptom that people use the marijuana to treat is the pain. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I just thought that it was kind of interesting that some of the things that it may possibly uh, help to ease symptoms of are somewhat similar to the things that marijuana can help ease symptoms of. Um, also, I will say, um, under the academic theses subsection, mm-hmm. in 2015, Amy Huffenberger completed a thesis 
based on the investigation into whether ASMR increased the cognitive ability of facial recognition. Yeah, I do think that was interesting. Unfortunately, the Wikipedia article then does not say anything about her findings. Just yeah, like conducted does it? this does it investigation. Not? No, she she just well, they completed a thesis about it, which makes me think oh, that yeah, it okay. did. Because typically, you only really you'll only really mention positive results, but that's fair. But, who knows? But again, it it would be nice if there was just a second sentence here that said that. Uh, she found that it it does or does not or it was inconclusive or something well john that's interesting that you should bring that up because i believe you mentioned before we started recording that you wanted to talk a little bit about the direction of this podcast Hmm. i did mention something along those lines i do think one direction that would be interesting is um sort of directing this podcast to being a force to creating the highest quality Wikipedia page that has ever existed in the service of describing the phenomenon that is ASMR. So that's more of like a call of action to our listeners, I feel, though, than sort of what our podcast is going to be about. It's true, but but I I think our podcast could be, in part at least, about sort of pointing out these inadequacies of the Wikipedia page. Or of current research into the field of ASMR that could be rectified by active and able listeners. So in every episode, we should just have a little segment where we go and see if there have been any edits to Wikipedia recently and see uh, if there's anything we think people need to do differently. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Which I think will be especially funny um, for these episodes in which no one has actually listened to the podcast. (laughs) Come on, everybody. Get out there. You gotta... (laughs) You gotta take your suggestions, our zero viewers, or our zero listeners so far. Um, I mean, we'll have an equal number of viewers and listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, I think it's probably about time that we wrap this up. Mm -hmm. Um, So... So one of the things I, I did want to bring up was, uh, or I guess other, I think two more things I wanted to talk about before we end the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first, I want to talk about what our next episode will be about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for our next episode, since in our first episode, uh, one of the things that seemed to resonate with you or that you were most aware of was the was sort of the haircut roleplay videos on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. I think it would be interesting for us to watch a couple of those and sort of talk about our experiences with them. Okay. Um, in particular, I just went on YouTube and I searched for ASMR haircut, and I was thinking maybe we could just watch the first three results. Um, or actually, I don't know, what. how many videos can I trust you to watch? It depends on the length of them, um, and how engaged I need to be while watching them. Because I can always, I can always put on a video in the background while I'm doing research and shit. And if I don't need to be paying attention to it, then uh, I can burn through hours and hours of this. All right. Well, in that case, um, and also based on your performance this past week, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say we will we. 
we will watch one, and that will be the primary video we discuss. Uh, I will probably watch several, uh, and if you do choose to watch more, that would be good. But uh, okay. The, so the the first result is ASMR haircut roleplay by ASMR Darling. So I think we should both watch that one and be prepared to talk about it, and mm-hmm. ideally watch some more as well. But uh, I don't think I can trust you to do that. That's a fair point. You're bringing up. <laughs> I'm not proud to say so, but it's a fair point. Are you sure you're not proud? I'm a little proud. <laughs> yes. I go with before a fall, and boy, am I just fallen all over the same AS- ASMR, John. Um, and so, so the the other thing I wanted to bring up before we end the podcast is our ending last week was a little sloppy. Uh, oh, John, I've got a good ending for this week. Oh, I... Yeah, let me hear what your thought was for the for how we would end the podcast. Okay, so my thought for how we would end this podcast... Remember before we started recording, I said I had a planned diversion in this podcast. Oh, yeah, so none of the other diversions were the ones that you had planned. Yeah, believe it or not, all <laughs> those were unplanned diversions. <laughs> all right. Um, the planned diversion has yet to be diverted. Okay. And I was thinking it would be a good thing to end on. Alright, I guess... In that case, maybe I'll just tell you what my ideas are, and then you'll ignore them and go for yours. Okay, uh, that sounds reasonable. So, my ideas uh, were that for episodes sort of like this, uh, where we're sort of reading or digesting some sort of formalized information about ASMR and then discussing it, that at the end of the podcast, you would sort of summarize what we had learned this week. Um, mm-hmm. And then for episodes like next week, which I think is probably going to be the bulk of our episodes where we're watching some sort of uh, or consuming some sort of ASMR media uh, that you would, ideally you would attempt to recreate a short version of that style of uh, ASMR media. Mm -hmm. Uh, So next week, for example, you would, uh, at the end of the podcast, briefly attempt to uh, create your own ASMR haircut roleplay. Uh, okay. And so then, that's an interesting yeah. idea, John. Mm-hmm. That's yep. an interesting idea. Okay. And it's funny that you should mention that, because actually this week, my diversion was precisely that. Wow. It was precisely a recap of the things that we talked about in this episode. And so I'm going to go into it a little bit now. Okay. I'm um, excited and also nervous because I feel you're like you're telling me one thing and I feel like in reality you're going to do something slightly different. Well, John, it's funny you should say that because <laughs> this week's ending to the podcast <laughs> is a recount from myself about the Quora page um, relating to the question, why is it that sometimes... When I pee, I get the shivers. <laughs> and John, there's a lot of quality answers to this. There's ten quality answers. And I'm going to sort of focus on the one from user of Quora, Tom Musgrove, who's done extensive reading and research related to health. And he says that the reason why some individuals experience um, shivers after they urinate um, is because it's it's sort of a re- 
it's due to the body trying to restore blood pressure, um, which drops after the initiation of urination, because urination um, results in a decrease in the total uh, body fluid mass of an individual. Which also explains why this is a phenomenon primarily experienced by men who pee mostly standing up. Which I, I do think it's worth bringing up. Might be a reason why you were unfamiliar with this phenomenon. Because, as I know from personal experience, you are a fellow who who enjoys um, urinating sitting down. That's really only at home, though. And not all the time. Okay, that's fair. So you do you do pee standing up. On occasion. <laughs> I'd say more than on occasion. On occasion. Every <laughs> now and again. <laughs> so yeah, it's possible that it's a sort of regulatory mechanism of the body for trying to sort of um, equilibria, uh, equilibriate, <laughs> cause blood pressure to go into an equil- equilibrium. There's also this whole fancy paragraph... On the cellular level, the body is theoretically flushed with catecholamines. Oh, That's yeah, a whole fucking yeah. word. Mm-hmm. Catecholamines. Yep, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which you know better as chemicals like dopamine or hormones, hormones like adrenaline. Yeah, I knew that. Um, uh huh. Yep. You did know that. Those yeah, are dispatched no. to help restore or maintain blood pressure. But the microscopic energy bullets may also trigger the shiver reflect. There's also apparently an article about NB from NBC News about this. So what I'm trying <laughs> to say, John, with this conclusion, is that in summation, what I learned this episode of about ASMR is that shivering when you pee is a totally real and normal thing. <laughs> And everybody does it, John, except for you. <laughs> Probably. Well, I thank you. I'm I'm glad we could learn that. That was some good information. Really goes back to our first episode. Really goes back to this episode. <laughs> well, thank you, Ian. You're welcome, uh, John. And thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners, for bearing with us for another episode of (laughs) ASMR Quest. (laughs) We'll be back next week to... I don't... I guess... Continue delving into this potentially bottomless pit, which is ASMR. What is it? Why is it? Where is it? How is it? All these questions and more will be answered eventually, perhaps. (laughs) ASMR quest. <laughs> <laughs>